If you're not doing hiring right, then your business is not going to succeed. But finding the right people is a nightmare. You get sent loads of irrelevant applications, so you spend hours sending LinkedIn messages to great talent, hoping for the best, and honestly, it's just exhausting. The good news, though, is I can tell you about Otter, who I use at my company Heights to hire some of our best people. Otter have over a million users on their platform, and they match my jobs to only the most relevant candidates. Plus, Otter makes sure candidates know exactly what kind of company they'd be joining, our mission, our values, and our culture. This means by the time I get to interviews, the applications that come from Otter are on a completely different level. The whole process is quicker too, so ultimately, we get to hire the best people in less time. So, if you want to upgrade your hiring, check out otter.com forward slash secret leaders. That's O-T-T-A dot com forward slash secret leaders. I cried a lot. <laughs> we have to go through the mix zone as soon as we come out of competition. So I got out and one of my best friends is actually in the press. She took me off around the corner and just gave me a massive cuddle and then went through the mix zone, cried a lot through there as well. I think I'm quite an emotional person anyway, so I think it's good for me to just let it out. That's Natasha Baker, the British dressage rider with five Paralympic golds to her name and a load of other top medals. She experienced a very public failure, which left her in tears. And then, a few years later, the thing she was most scared of happening in the world happened. What's it like when you fall off the literal horse on the big stage? And what did it teach her about failure? Because that's why we're here. We don't talk about failure nearly enough, despite it being the best teacher. And in Natasha's case, she's developed a wonderful perspective, a different way of framing failure that we can all benefit from. Sports people have a fascinating relationship with failure because you can't always win. But that's not how Natasha felt after the electric start to her career. So I'm a Paralympic dressage rider and I was selected for my first championship team in 2011. Uh, I was just 21 years old. I went to the European Championships and I won double gold there. I was then selected for the 2012 Paralympic Games and won another double gold at the, my first Paralympic Games and then went on to the European Championships in 2013 and won three gold medals there. So I'd had enormous amounts of success really, really quickly, um, not expected at all. And so I headed into the world championships as favorite, um, but also really wanting to have that third title because that was going to make me world Paralympic and European champion all at the same time, all on the same horse. And that had never been done for anybody in my classification grade. Natasha was on track to achieve a world first in 2014 and she was feeling great because she'd gone from one success to the next. But her success was actually the root of her downfall. I was unbeaten, so I felt unbeatable. And I guess naively I thought that that would carry on. I was convinced going into the World Championships that I was going to come home with that team gold medal and that individual gold medal. Um, and I knew that I was the one to beat. So I, it would be my gold medal to lose, basically. And, uh, and I thought, you know what, this, this is going to be fine. I've got this in the bag. And I think that was probably my biggest mistake going into it. 
Okay, so we all know it went belly up. What happened? The first day, it was the first day of competition. We'd had a couple of days leading up to that where we were training. Everything was going really, really well, like nothing to really raise my suspicion that anything would go wrong. Uh, The first day of competition wasn't a medal winning day. So I went in and I did my test. I won that competition day, but my horse was a little bit flat. It didn't have the sparkle that he had at the Paralympic Games or the European the year before. So I thought, do you know what, what can I do to make it better? Because, you know, it's great winning, but you want to win in style, don't you? <laughs> so uh, so I spoke with my team and said, you know, what can we do to, to get the best out of this? Because again, I'm a perfectionist. I want to get my personal best scores. I want to beat the records. And so we decided that we would cut the warm up down a little bit so that he would have a little bit more pizzazz. Um, and, uh, and yeah, we went in, started the day, started the competition, but I think the competition pressure was a little bit more on that main day. Obviously the medals literally rode on it. And, uh, and so I was, I guess in hindsight, I put so much pressure on myself and was riding in there as if, you know, I was invincible. Like I said, you know, I've got this and and I rode a little bit too hard. And I think my horse got a little bit worried because I wasn't myself. I wasn't his normal mum that he's used to having on his back. And, uh, And I scared him. And he did a few major spooks in the test which were totally not like him, really, really uncharacteristic. And that put me off. And I was just losing marks after marks after marks. And I knew in my mind that I was losing it whilst it was happening. And I just thought, I've just got to get through this. And um, and yeah, finished the test. And I cannot begin to tell you how disappointed I was. Natasha felt like she'd let everybody down, all the people who support her. So much money, so much time. And she felt like she'd screwed up. When she left the competition, she cried and got a big hug from that friend in the press. And then, like all great entrepreneurs, she had to figure out how to make sure this never happened again. And I knew that it was all down to my mindset. So I thought, do you know what? I haven't got a sports psychologist, so let's get one of those in. Um, and that made probably the biggest difference to me. And I went away and really thought, okay, what can I do? And, um, yeah, got told of Kate Goodyear, who completely changed my mindset 100%. And I knew that I wanted to go to the Rio Paralympic Games in 2016. And I knew that I couldn't go into it the way that I went into the World Championships in 2014. So we worked really hard over the year and a half, two years in between. And I went into Rio, probably the most relaxed I've ever been into a competition before. She smashed it at Rio, retaining the two gold she'd won at London. And she sees it as her greatest achievement. But at the next World Championships in 2018, she was confronted with failure again. I was going into my freestyle competition And the horse got a little bit scared 
and completely exploded and bucked me off in the middle of the arena. When I was chatting earlier about what the sports psychologist was saying about perspective, she always asked me, what's the worst that could happen like in the test? And I always said that I would fall off. And this was literally happening. And when it happens, it goes in slow motion. Like literally the fall felt like it was going on for minutes and it happened literally as quick as a flash. And, uh, and I was thinking, oh my goodness, it's actually happening. I can't believe it's happening. And landed obviously on the floor. Luckily I was completely unhurt, um, just a little bit bruised. And, uh, and I got up on my knees and I thought, do you know what? The world is still turning. This comes back to the key insight Natasha had with the sports psychologist, which meant her greatest fear materialising was water off a duck's back. I think for me, it was learning about perspective. Ultimately, I'm sitting on my horse in a sandpit, making them dance. Um, you know, there is much bigger things going on in the world. And, you know, if things don't go completely right, which they didn't, the world is not going to end. The people around me are still going to love me regardless. My mum and dad aren't going to love me any less. My trainer isn't going to want to support me any less. And so I think the realisation that actually I am just dancing on my pony was quite profound for me because, you know, I think going to the London 2012 Paralympics, my life did change. You know, I was suddenly thrust into the limelight and I, I thought that I not was important, but I thought that what I was doing was actually bigger than it is. If you've just experienced a big failure, this is a great way of looking at things. Remember, you're just one of 8 billion people alive on a rock whizzing around a vast universe that's billions of years old. Our failures are nanoscopic, except for in our minds. Anyway, Natasha's newfound perspective meant she could ride the wave, including the glutter press stories about her falling off her horse. She says if it had happened four years earlier, though, before her work with a sports psychologist, it would have been a disaster. All of these experiences brought Natasha to a point where she doesn't even call these events failures anymore. Yeah, I really felt like in 2014 I failed. And now my perspective on failure has totally changed. I don't actually like calling it a failure. I like calling it a learning experience because, you know, ultimately I am the person I am now because of all the mistakes that I've made, because of everything that's happened to me over my entire career. You know, if it wasn't for that failure in 2014, then there's no way that I'd be the competitor that I am now. You know, I've gone on to win three gold medals in Rio 2016, and there's no way that I would have gone into Rio with that mindset if it hadn't have been for my supposed failure in 2014. I wouldn't have gone into Tokyo and won a gold and two silver medals. So, you know, I I kind of try and bank all of those feelings when I feel like something hasn't quite gone right, because actually that's when you learn the most. I didn't learn anything at those two European championships and at London 2012 when everything went as perfectly as it could have done because everything went perfectly. And so when things don't quite go right or when things don't go as well as you hope, Actually, it makes makes you, it 
it forces you almost to reflect and to think about why and then you learn even more and then can progress even further. Spot on. Natasha Baker, who says that when you fall, make sure you surround yourself with the right people. Let your emotions out. Take the time to reflect and reframe it from a failure. I know I'll certainly be calling these kinds of things learning experiences too from now on. Thanks for listening to this episode. I've been your host, Dan Murray-Serta. If you like the episode, please hit follow or subscribe. It makes a big difference to us. See you next time. Here at Mindset Win, we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do. Taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests, we will hear stories, strategies, tips and tricks. Told by leading names in sport and beyond. Who know what it takes to get to the very top. There will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow. Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app.